Hello everyone, thank you for listening to another episode of the Football Betting Podcast with myself, Tom Pipkin, and my co-host, as ever, Mr. Thomas Walker. Hey guys, welcome to the show. I'm super excited to get back to a bit of normality. I, I did enjoy the England-Scotland game, but I, I was forcing myself to enjoy it. Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I get what you mean. Yeah, yeah, no, I get what you mean. It's always a, you start on such a high, don't we? With the start of the season, all the leagues in full flow. We get a lot of Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday across the, the EFL and and then we just have a break for a lull for two weeks almost. And it's like, come on, I just want a bit more excitement and action again. Apparently there's one there's one coming in October and one coming in November as well. It's like one a month for the next little bit. Bloody hell. Yeah, rubbish. Bloody hell. Right. Well, anyway, at least we've got a full fixture list to look forward to this weekend across the Premier League Championship League One. And League Two will be doing our best to bring you our best bets, our betting insights across all divisions to help inform your accumulators as ever. Uh, we are on audio only this week. So if you are looking for the YouTube video, you won't find it. Um, we are just on audio this week because uh, a certain someone is doing this at work in a meeting. Are you? <laughs> so uh, we'll dive straight in with the Premier League. We'll pick our highlights. Then we'll go to the Championship, League One, League Two. And we'll bundle them all up in a treble at the end and we'll recap last week's treble as well. So shall we start with Saturday's Premier League action? Um, the 12.30 today is Wolves against Liverpool. Anything you want to touch on in this particular game or shall we go into the three o'clocks? Yeah, I think I want to go into the three o'clocks, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to get the, the nice and easy one out of the way. Tottenham, they're 1.28. Incredible. Against Sheffield United, a draw of 5.5. Sheffield United, 11.0. You know, I think everyone's been really impressed with what they've seen from Tottenham this season. They've added Brennan Johnson to the ranks, who uh, in the championship days for Forest was a bit of a a Sheffield United killer on his own. Um, So I'm sure he'll be uh, raring to go in in his... uh, in his Tottenham debut. But yeah, we're looking at a team that has scored a minimum of uh, two goals every single game so far this season. Also notching a five last time out against Burnley, Sheffield United. No wins in the last six games. Yeah, I definitely think Spurs will win, like you're saying. I'm trying to squeeze it to, to see what I can get from it. And there's not an awful lot, to be honest, is the. Um, I do think Spurs will be winning at half-time, personally. Uh, that's 1.66. Yep. So, even that is is still a bit on the tight side, to be honest. 1.66 for them to win at half-time. Yeah, but, yeah, I think it'll be a fairly routine one for Spurs. I, I mm-hmm. think I might, personally, when the odds are released, we're recording on a Wednesday. Um, I can't see the odds here yet. Maybe looking into shots on target markets or something for players like Madison, see what the odds are for that. But apart from that, nothing else for me. Um, I do like the Manu Brighton game. Uh, that's at three o'clock. I think, in terms of result, I'm going to leave it alone. I think it will be an entertaining one. Uh, Manu has had both teams to score in five of the last seven games. Brighton, six consecutive games have been both teams to score. It's tight, it's 1.4. Likewise, over 2.5 goals, 
is 1.44. Uh, Brighton themselves have been involved in lots of entertaining Premier League games so far. All four league games they've played this season have been both teams to score and over 3.5 goals. So over 3.5 goals in this particular game is 2.1. So that might be worth something looking into. But yeah, I think whatever route you go down for goals, I, I think should be a winner. I think it'd be a good one. Yeah, another route. I think we can go down for goals. Uh, I've got a couple of things for Fulham Luton um, prices. Fulham 1.66, which I think is an absolute joke. Uh, draw 3.75, Luton 5.5. So I've got a couple of tips here. I like Luton here, to be honest with you. Yeah, it's a, do you generally like Luton or is the price sucking you in a bit? No, I genuinely, I genuinely like Luton and I tipped them to, to stay up at the start of the season and I completely understand they've had a, a really poor start. Um, but I think there are signs that Fulham can be got at quite comfortably. So I'm looking at their last Premier League home game, the 3-0 against Brentford. Luton nowhere near Brentford's level, of course, but Fulham were absolutely Awful. God-awful. They were terrible away at Everton when they won 1-0. They were pretty good away at Arsenal. And then they got their bellies tickled against Man City. And I just think that Luton will come good. So I'm basically banking on that being in this Fulham game. I feel like Luton will look at uh, Fulham. Craven Cottage, nice place to play, not too intimidating. Uh, Fulham showing all kinds of signs of weaknesses. And I think Luton will go for it. And I personally think that eventually they're going to start getting some results. And I'm banking that this could be the day. Uh, 5.5 for Luton. I'll be having a look at that. Uh, I'll also be having a look at both teams to score, which is 1.8 as a single. Um, I definitely think we can see uh, both teams getting a goal here. Now, if you wanted to combine the both, it uh, combine both, sorry, it's 9.5, which is obviously huge. Um, and I'm not saying that that's you know guaranteed or anything, but I can personally see Luton winning this game based on the fact that I think they'll come good, and I think Fulham are uh, not impressing anybody right now. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, I think with these three o'clocks, I think it's going to be an entertaining one. I think we're going to see plenty of goals because goals seems to be the theme for for me already and for yourself. And I've still got a few more ones I want to talk about <laughs> in terms of goals for these. Yeah, uh, good, good. More goals. If you're playing Soccer Saturday drinking game this Saturday <laughs> at 3 o'clock, <laughs> you may be in for a, <laughs> a heavy yeah, session. You're, you're in trouble. Yeah, you are in trouble. West Ham against Man City uh, is another 3 o'clock game. And I think, again, we may be able to get both teams to score here. It's 1.7. Um, it's a little bit bigger than, than some of the other games we've just spoken about. West Ham, nine of the last 10 games have been both teams to score. No clean sheets for them in 13 consecutive games. That obviously goes back across, you know, cup competition, start of this season, pre-season. And I think for them, even into the back end of last season. So it's been a while since they kept a clean sheet. And maybe more surprisingly, seven of the last nine Man City games have been both teams to score. We've even seen in their last two Premier League games, uh, conceded against Fulham when they won 5-1 and conceded when they went away to Sheffield United when they won 2-1 late on there. So 
Um, considering that they're recently conceding against your Fulham's, your Sheffield United's, who are way less potent than, than what West Ham have been. And don't forget, this is a West Ham side with three wins from four Premier League games, nine goals scored in those four games as well. So I think West Ham will definitely offer an attacking threat. I think both teams to score will be, and probably Man City to win is the, the most likely outcome here. Yep, I agree with that one. And then uh, Newcastle, Brentford, I think we'll see some goals here as well. Uh, 1.75 is the price for that. Um, I didn't realise Newcastle had lost three in a row. Um, well, I think I did, yeah. but I didn't, I don't, I don't know. I feel like it hadn't quite sunk in. I'm not sure how to describe it. But yeah, a 3-1 loss away at Brighton, a 2-1 home defeat to Liverpool and a loss 1-0 away at Man City means that they've yielded zero points from nine available. And then Brentford have been pretty steady, I would say. Uh, Not really setting the world on fire, I think it's fair to say. Um, But in the uh, past five games, they've scored 2-3-1-3-2. They definitely know where the back of the net is and they don't seem to be missing Ivan Tony that much. Uh, Brian Embuemo and uh, Johan Visa and uh, Kevin Sharder um, striking up a nice uh, threesome there. So, yeah, I think we'll get both teams to score maybe half an eye on Brentford at sixes. Half an eye. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I think there's much worse five to one shots around. Yeah. It's not inconceivable, is it? No, no, absolutely not. The way that Newcastle are playing this season so far, how they started, mm-hmm. absolutely. Wouldn't shock me in the slightest if Brentford got something from this game. Yep. I want to move into Sunday, if you're happy to. Yep. I don't personally fancy anything in Bournemouth against Chelsea. Two teams who I don't trust at all at the moment. Yeah, just trying to work them both out, aren't we? Everton against Arsenal is a funny one because Arsenal are obviously priced very short, as you'd expect. They're 1.53 to win away. Um, but I am probably going to take a rain check on this one as well because I know Everton are terrible. I just get scared by the, the historical head-to-heads, as you know I do sometimes. Yeah. Um, Arsenal have had a tough time of things at Everton recently. They've not won away at Everton um, since 2017. So it's it's been a while. They've lost three consecutive games away at Goodison Park. Um, four of the last five games they've lost, just one draw in there. They've only scored two goals away at Goodison Park in the last five years. So I get scared by that kind of stuff, personally. But it would not surprise me in the slightest if Arsenal went and battered them, saying all that. Yeah, I get what you're saying, mate. I, t- I totally do. Um I think I'm going to go for Arsenal, but I think it will be tight. So I think I will be able to get Arsenal to win and both teams to score no at 2.62. I can see a 1-0 or a 2-0. Um, yeah, there's two two sides of the coin here, Tom, isn't there? There's all the historical records should scare you away. If you're that kind of person, then I completely get why you don't want to back it. But if you're very similar to me, and you'd look at two teams and how they've been playing this season and forget what happened in 2014 or whatever, uh, 2000 and whatever you said. Was it 17? Yeah. Last time they won? Yeah. Yeah, That's not relevant to me personally. So I will go for Arsenal to win. It will be tough. Sean Dyche will try to beat them up 
and they'll play, you know, Onana and Ducore and all the Michael Keane and Tarkovsky and they'll go for physicality. So it'll be tough for Arsenal to come through uh, with a valuable three points, 2.62 to keep a clean sheet and win. Yep. Um, and then I think we both like the Monday night, don't we? Uh, mm-hmm. Nottingham Forest, our beloved, at home to Burnley. Uh, looking forward to heading down to this one myself. Um, nice. Should be a good Monday night atmosphere, hopefully with three points. for Forest, 2.2 to get the job done. Yeah, I, I personally think we will. Yeah, Forest for me um, to get a victory. Burnley just trying to figure out the level, I think, right now, aren't they? They uh, obviously... It's always hard when you come up from the championship and you're playing such a swashbuckling style. You want to carry that on because that's what you've recruited for and that's what the fans expect and that's what you believe in as a coach. But I think we saw last year, as far as fans, Steve Cooper basically abandoned his entire identity uh, to try and stay in the league and it worked. But uh, yeah, for for Burnley, I think they'll come to that realisation soon. They'll see this as a winnable game. Uh, following the uh, Carabao Cup game. But yeah, I think Forrest will have too much for them. And as much as they've lost Brennan Johnson, I think in a weird way, losing one of your best players, we saw that Cooper left him out uh, a couple of uh, tail end games when it really mattered last season, just because the the fit was better without like an out and out right winger. And I think you'll see um, the, the five at the back adopted which I think is what Forrest have recruited for. So I think it might be uh, a blessing in disguise Forrest to win. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, uh, moving into the championship then. I'll, I'll get us kicked off with Friday night. We've got Southampton against Leicester. Um, I think, again, another goals game here for me. I think we get both teams to score here. That's priced at 1.57, so it's short. We won't spend too long on it. But I keep saying it every week on the pod. Still hasn't changed. Southampton cannot keep a clean sheet. 23 consecutive games now for the Saints mm-hmm. uh, since they last kept a clean sheet. Um, all their home games so far in the championship have been both teams to score. All of the games they've played so far this season, bar one, that 5-0 drubbing at Sunderland last time out, have been both teams to score. So their goals, typically, as we've spoken a lot, on, a lot about on the pod this year, involve lots of goals. And Leicester, likewise, you know, they they lost the last time out against Hull, which we correctly predicted on the pod. But um, other than that, they've, they've won all their other games, uh, six out of seven so far this season. And I think they've got enough to threaten Southampton, of course. Um, it probably doesn't take a lot, judging by that defensive record. But Leicester <laughs> have, the, have the tools to do so. Southampton obviously had the attacking talent uh, in players like Adam, Adam Armstrong to get the job done as well um, at the other end. So, yeah, for me, it should be an entertaining one. P-N-E, 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 P-N-E. Uh, Preston. Top How of the league, Preston. There, by the way? I just, well, they've played well, haven't they? They've just they have. It's, it's one of those where like it's gone so under the radar. I checked the league tables and I thought, Preston at top? Bloody hell. Where'd that yeah. come from? I didn't realise that. I think <laughs> they started well, but not that well. Well, it's tight, isn't it? I, I'd, I'd be shocked if they if they uh, finish top of the table or second mm. or I don't yeah. know even even the top six we'll we'll see but in the here and now uh, yeah one four of five drawing the other one 
And I think they've got quite a comfortable home game against Plymouth uh, on the horizon. Uh, Plymouth just too naive for me. Lots of late goals conceded. Uh, lots of kind of, and I admire it. You know, they're going for the throat to try and win nearly every game, but but they're coming unstuck. And I think when you're in League One and you're trying to get promoted, that's all well and good. You know, you, you got to go for the wins. But I think when you're a new kind of championship club, trying to hold on to a draw here, there, and everywhere, that that's pretty valuable for confidence. It, I, I know, obviously, you know, you'd rather win one game then draw two and lose one of course right because you know you get your three points but mm-hmm. i just yeah for me it's uh it's, it's just a bit too naive from plymouth at the moment so preston at two uh, even money um i think that's a, a bit of a gift uh, not sure when this preston bubble is going to burst but uh in with will Keen, four and five games uh, one of the most underrated signings of the summer um yeah, I'm going to back them all day, I think. Yeah, okay. Uh, I like the look of that one. I completely agree. Uh, certainly for me, that one's probably the the championship. I don't want to call it a banker, but um, the one that I'd be most confident in, in the championship this weekend. Um, I think Birmingham are overpriced away at Watford. Uh, they're 4.0 to get the win, so 3-1. to one. Um, I'm just looking at the price for Birmingham to to even just score a goal. So for Birmingham to just even score, that's 1.5, which again is is a good price, considering the fact that Birmingham started the season fantastically well. They're fourth in the league, uh, unbeaten across the five games they've played. Uh, And Watford, aside from their opening day hammering of QPR, have been pretty bad since then. They beat QPR 4-0 on opening day. They haven't won in the five games since. Um, that includes being knocked out of the cup to Stevenage, losing to a, an up-and-down Stoke side, draws with, with Plymouth at home, uh, and losing to Blackburn. So there's a lot left to be desired about this Watford side. And with the run that Birmingham are on, um, you know this is an impressive side who have beaten Leeds. They've beaten Plymouth. They've beaten an informed Bristol City side who has started the season well themselves. I, I think... Birmingham at 4.0 is is a good outsider. At least get get a bet on Birmingham to score a goal here. Yeah, yeah. I like the look of Birmingham at the moment. Uh, Tom, I know we've got a little bit of, uh, you know, we, we disagree somewhat on the Ipswich <laughs> game this weekend. Uh, Sheffield Wednesday at home hosting the Tractor Boys. Uh, Sheffield Wednesday, 3.75. The draw, 3.5. Ipswich, even money. See, I'm all over Ipswich like an absolute rash. Um, I think the chasm between what I've seen from Sheffield Wednesday and what I've seen from Ipswich this season makes this an absolute no-brainer. Ipswich have scored three goals in three consecutive games this season. The game before that, they won. They just scored one goal, so I didn't read it out. You know, they have been absolutely stunning so far this season. And it's actually the one, there's only one game this season, all cups, all league games, where they've scored less than two. Um, They are super impressive. And for me, I don't give a monkeys that Wednesday went away to Leeds and got a draw. I'm not being fooled by that at all. 
Uh, I think this will be an absolute horror show for Sheffield Wednesday. And and I, I'm looking forward to hearing, Tom, why you are not on the Ipswich train as much as I am this weekend. No, no, no. no. Don't get me mistaken. I, what I'm going to read out does not mean Ipswich can't win. Um, no, I know. I was saying that. I don't think... things here, but... You're I, not into I, it as much. No, no, I'm not. I'm not. Um, if, if, if Ipswich win, which, which I think is the most likely outcome here, it will be with both teams getting on the score sheet. I'm pretty sure of that. Um, because... They haven't kept a clean sheet against Sheffield Wednesday since 2009. And that's mm. 18 consecutive games where they've played Ipswich and Ipswich haven't kept a clean sheet. Um, so for me, I can't ignore that. You know what I'm like. <laughs> so <Yeah. laughs> Ipswich to... Yeah, Ipswich to score two or more and, and win the game with Sheffield Wednesday getting a goal could well be a, a very plausible outcome. Um, but yeah, that, that's just a thing for me. Just just bear in mind, people, that you know it's a it's a real trend here that that, that Ipswich can't keep a clean sheet against Sheffield Wednesday. Um, yeah. So both teams to score is one point seven two. Yeah, and again, same conversation as before, right? I. I don't read as much into that, but I completely respect where you're coming from. Yeah. Um, what else have we got here? I, I find it hard to ignore Blackburn. Um, they're at home to Middlesbrough, yeah. the price at yeah. 2.6. And I'm not, in truth, the biggest fan of, of Blackburn, but Middlesbrough are so poor right now. Uh, bottom of the league. Five games played, four defeats, one draw, 11 goals conceded. Um, it's the second highest number of goals conceded in the entire division. Um, no clean sheets for 10 consecutive games. There's so much, like so many negative stats. They've conceded the first goal in eight consecutive games. You know, there's so much, yeah, like I say, negative stats around Middlesbrough at the moment. Um, I, I, I find it hard to ignore Blackburn at 2.6, even though Blackburn have had a very mixed start to the season. Played five, won two, drawn one, lost two. They're, they're very mid-table in 13th. Um, I think the way Middlesbrough started, I feel like it's probably worth going against them until they start to turn the ship around, whenever that, that may be. Um, so, yeah, we could pick up a good price here for Blackburn. Yeah. Yeah, I think we'll get burned on that eventually. I, I think Middlesbrough will stop being as bad. I don't think they're going to be as good as last year, but definitely not as bad as they are now. No, so, yeah, I get kind of that. similar to what we mentioned last week, isn't it? Um, I touched on Stockport, um, who were... They're a similar price to Middlesbrough last week to, um, to beat Wimbledon, I think they played from memory. Mm -hmm. Um, and they went one or down in, in the game to stop up. Then they turned it around and, and won 2 1 in the end. So, you know, we were saying Stockport started very sluggishly in League Two, but you can get, if you pick them at the right time, um, you can pick up a good priced winner. And they did last weekend. So, yeah. Will this be the week for Middlesbrough? I hope not. I don't think so. But you never know, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Fair. Totally fair. Uh, I think 
you know, we're going to have to look at Sunday, Tom. Uh, I'm going to hand this one over to you because I know you were a little more passionate about this one. It's it's Millwall and Leeds. Yeah, I think Leeds will win 2.37. And Leeds are another one where they haven't started fantastically well. Um, they're currently 15th in the league. One win, three draws and one defeat from their five games. But the firepower, I just can't ignore the firepower that they possess. Um, I know Sinistera moved to Bournemouth on transfer deadline day, but you know they've still got Ruta, Joel Perrault, uh, Nonto, etc., um, to lead their line, which is more than enough, more than enough to, to fire them up the league. Um, I was thinking, and whether there's any truth to this or not, I, I've no idea, but there's a lot of expectation on Leeds this season. And I feel like it may actually favour them to play away from home at the moment, away from Ellen Road, because they're expected to be winning all their home games, picking up three points all the time. There's an expectant crowd there. Um, and it hasn't worked out that way for them so far. So I think if they're away from home, less pressure, you know, they haven't got a capacity crowd uh, expecting a, a resounding victory. Um, so it may actually work in Leeds's favour this weekend to be playing away um, at a perceived tough place to go in, middle, in Millwall. Um, and I think they might run out fairly comfortable winners. Mm-hmm. Good. If you see that. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I do think Leeds will win. Uh, I just wanted to hand that over to you because I know that was a bit more of uh, something that you were closer to. Uh, anything else you want to touch on in the champ? No, no. Uh, ready to dive into League One. I cannot believe Exeter City are 1.65. <laughs> Bloody hell. But I, I have to read it out because we've got Cheltenham who still haven't scored in the league. They still haven't scored a single goal in bad, six games That's bad. this season. It's tragic. Uh, they're bottom, obviously. Of course they are. Uh, they do have one point, and uh, you don't need to be a genius to work out what the score was in that game. Um, but they've not won in their last 10, the Robins, uh, going away to an Exeter team who are flying. Um they are third. I think they started the weekend top, I think. Uh, we will get on to what happened with them when we review the treble later on. Uh, but they gave up top spot, uh, to give you a clue. Um, yeah, I just think Exeter should, in the form they're in, win this comfortably. Um, I have skewed the stats slightly to uh, support my own argument Cheltenham did get a goal in a 4-1 defeat to Bristol Rovers in the Football League Trophy in midweek, but in the league, um, still no goals. And if we're counting that game, then you know it's one goal in seven, and it be barely improves the fact, does it? No, it's, no, it's terrible, terrible. Um, yeah. Exeter should definitely win. I, I feel like after they let us down last weekend, I feel a, like a, a bit more cautious about them, especially at 1.65. But, yeah. yeah, saying that, Cheltenham, terrible, terrible. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. it would be a big surprise if Exeter didn't do the job this weekend. Yeah. Um, and likewise, I think it would be a big surprise if Barnsley didn't win at home to Burton Albion. Barnsley even shorter than Exeter. They're 1.55 for the victory this weekend. Um, 
they're doing all right though. Uh, three consecutive 2-0 victories for Barnsley across all competitions. Uh, Burton just haven't got going, have they? Um, no wins at all across League and Cup in the seven games they've played so far this season. Um, seem to be short on goals as well. They've only scored two goals across all of those games. Um, so for me, yeah, they're struggling. Barnsley just churning out victories steadily. And I think Barnsley should win another one here. Um, I don't think Burton will stay at the bottom for, you know, too long, I hope, at least. You know, they've got the personnel there to turn it around, but yeah. I think it's a tough place to go this weekend, isn't it, Oakwell? And uh, I can't see it being this one. Yeah, they're, uh, yeah, that, that's not where they want to be going, is it, right now when they uh, are in need of a result? No, uh, Dino Marmere needs to crack some heads together, doesn't he? <laughs> it does, mate, it does. Um, Port Vale is somewhere where you don't want to go either at the moment. Uh, they've won five games in a row. Uh, they're actually unbeaten, ironically, since hashtag losing 7-0 uh, on opening day. I feel like 7-0 on the opening day for Port Vale is like the new 9-0 when you have, when you talk about Southampton-Leicester. Oh, bloody hell, we didn't mention it. We didn't mention it when we read it out, Tom. What? The 9-0. What? The, the Leicester, Leicester-Southampton. Do you know what? I completely forgot all about that. Yeah, bloody hell. I was saying, like, Port Vale, I can't mention them about saying that they lost 7-0 on opening day. And I was thinking, yeah, that's like when Leicester beat Southampton. And whenever that game comes up, you have to mention the 9-0. And um, 15 minutes ago, we were talking about it and we didn't do it. It feels it feels to me like Southampton lost 9-0 every season for about three <laughs> seasons in a row. <laughs> I think so. So, yeah, I think, you know, Port Vale lost 7-0 on opening day football club. Um, they've bounced back pretty well, I think it's fair to say. Like I said, five wins in a row, unbeaten in their last six. They're playing against the Northampton team, who have made a decent start, I would say, to life uh, in League One. Played six, won two, drew one, lost three. Uh, they've played two games on the road so far. They've won one and they've lost one. I just think this is, even though there's you know, not too much between the teams, I don't think. Um, Port Vale obviously got the bit between the teeth at the moment and have pulled off some really good results, in particular last time out, a 2-1 away win at Oxford. That one really had me kind of sit up and take notice because the three before that, were wins against Crew, Carlisle and Charlton. Three teams, either uh, two teams destined to be towards the bottom, I think it's fair to say, in Crew and Carlisle, and then Charlton were in an absolute mess. Um, so a little bit of gloss off those three wins, but the Oxford one really had me uh, sit up and take notice. Port Vale are priced at 1.9. I think that's pretty fair value, to be honest with you. They, I can't get my head around it, like Port Vale. Like, like being how, good. How do you how do you get it so wrong on opening <laughs> day to lose seven nil? Yeah, and then you change something, and then you go eight unbeaten. Yeah, winning yes. seven. Yeah, it's fair. How it's, it's how fair. do you go from one extreme to the other? Uh, what changed? I don't I don't I don't know. I feel you should find out. Can someone please tell me what what changed in between those that period of the seven nil defeat and then the the following run 
(laughs) Yeah, if we've got any, uh, I don't know if we do, but if we've got any Port Vale fans that are listening, chime in, T underscore FB podcast on Twitter. Uh, Yeah, please let us know. But fair play either way, fair play to them. Mm -hmm. Um, I also wanted to touch on one more for me personally in in League One, uh, Bolton away at Reading. 2.1 is the price for Bolton. Um, Potentially a team in Bolton that may be slipping under the radar a little bit. Um, They're in second, so as far as the team in second can slip under the radar, but they got off to a fantastic start, uh, won about the first five, four or five games across League and Cup. Uh, have stuttered a little bit since then. Uh, however, they were back with a bang uh, last game week out that they played, uh, beating Derby 2-1, then followed that up by beating Salford in the Cup 3-0. So um, they, they stuttered against Wigan, losing 4-0, drew against Burton, and then since then, though, they've been back on the wagon. And, uh, yeah, I think 2.1 for, for a Bolton side to win, who are playing Reading, who, again, Reading three defeats in a row, not pulled up too many trees so far in the league. Um, I think they're definitely a beatable team. Yeah. Um, I I mean, another unconfirmed report, um, but from people like John Percy, who are, who are pretty good, uh, pretty reliable. That there's another point deduction coming for uh, for Reading as well. So I don't know what that will do to the club, the fans, the players, etc. Mm. Uh, we'll see. Uh, Tom, I think you've missed one. Uh, Lincoln, 1.85. They're playing at home against uh, Carlisle, who are priced at 4.33. Been really impressed with Lincoln. And when we talk about teams under the radar, Lincoln in eight. Um, only lost one of their opening six matches uh, at home. They've won uh, two out of two. They've scored six. They've conceded zero. And yeah, under Mark Kennedy, they're really building something. Uh, not too many team, not too many players. Sorry, uh, with you know a ton of goals, but a lot of players who have scored twos and ones. Uh, Hackett Fairchild looks really, really frightening at this level. Finally. Teddy Bishop, who has promised so much at Ipswich, is finally uh, looking like he's going to deliver. And uh, Danny Mandrew, uh, the Irishman coming over from the uh, Irish Premier League, he looked very exciting. And Carlisle hanging in there in 18th. They'd certainly take that uh, right now if uh, if the league finished today. But uh, yeah, no wins from three attempts on the road so far. I think uh, Lincoln at one85 is worth a stab. Yeah, very fair, very fair. Good uh, good point there. Um, okay, League Two, get us kicked off. Who do you fancy? Ooh, League Two. I mean, I'm a Doncaster Rovers believer, to be honest with you. Um, just to kind of go back to last week, um, I tipped you're, you're them gonna, up. Oh, on this hill, aren't you? <laughs> you really? I, I just, no, I, honestly, I was going against them, but... Um, that Everton game, I saw something, and then I've seen something again um, away uh, against Swindon, sorry, then saw something again away at Wrexham. They were priced at 7.0. I had a bit of a stab on them. Um, they were 1-1 until pretty late on, uh, ended up losing 2-1. I just think there's improvement there. Like, I really do. I've seen it uh, quite clearly. And Forest Green are a team that concern me. Um, a 4-1 home defeat against Crew last time out. It, 
to me that that's alarm bells central. They are the loudest of alarm bells. So I'll be back in a team that's bottom of the EFL and hasn't won in seven games in Doncaster because I, I see them turn in the corner, to be honest with you. 3.5. Uh, I think if this game is played in February, when I anticipate Doncaster to be hovering around that mid-table mark, I don't think we're going to get that price. Uh, but yeah, I fancy Donny to, to go to Forest Green and get a win. Okay, sure. Um... Oh, hang on. <laughs> okay, sure. What does that What does that mean? I won't be going anywhere near it. Why? Because they've either, lost every game? In either capacity. Um, I don't trust Forest Green particularly. I don't think Doncaster... I want to see something tangible from Doncaster before I, before I put my money tangible. down on them. What, what does that mean? A result? I want to see a positive result, yeah. But what about performances that lead to results? I can't say that I've watched and seen a lot of Doncaster and their performances, to be honest. So I'll just be kind of taking your word for it. That's a fair um, comment. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I don't know. I want to see some more greens in the wing column, personally, before I uh, take more note. But no, if, you, if you've gone a bit deeper into it, fair play to you. And you can steal a, a nice little 3.5 this week, if, if you're right. Hmm. Um. I'm going to go for Swindon again. Uh, they're 1.95 to win at home to Walsall. Swindon just back on it, aren't they? We backed them last weekend. Uh, they did the job against Sutton. Did concede three, which is quite alarming. But back to their usual goal-scoring ways because they scored five. Um, in the games they've played so far this season, in the league, they've scored 2-2, two, 5-6, two, 0-5. So, you know, that's what? 16 goals in the last three league games they've scored. Um, full of them. Struggling to also keep them out at the other end. So it's full of entertainment, but plenty of goals. Um, and at 1.95, I think they'll probably win again. You can probably look at Swindon to win and both teams to score here, which is 3.75. Because Walsall, to be fair, have been on a decent little run themselves and involved in a fair few high-scoring matches so far this season. Um, I think it'll be an entertaining game again. Uh, hopefully, with Swindon coming out on top. Yeah, not not for me. Not for me. Uh, I like Walsall. I think they are uh, trending in the right direction. And yes, yeah, Swindon are the, the darlings, aren't they, of, uh, of the podcast at the moment. But, yeah. but honestly, uh, yeah, I like Walsall and I don't want to go against them. So that one's a no for me. Um, 2.1 for Accrington Stanley is a yes from me. Uh, they're playing Sutton United, who are 23rd. Uh, they've won one and lost six of their opening seven games, mm. uh, going 0-3 on the road so far. And Accrington, I think, quite unpredictable. So, you know, a 3-0 home loss to Mansfield. I don't think that's a disgrace. They lost against Notts County 3-1. Again, you know, two teams that we expect to be right up there. Then they beat Salford, which is pretty good, away from home. Uh, they beat Harrogate at home. They drew to Barrow. And they beat Newport at home. Like I feel like Accrington Stanley might beat the teams that are just as good as or not as good as them. And I think they might struggle against the teams with the star power, with the Mansfield, MK Dons, Wrexham kind of level of team. 
uh, 2.1, I think is a, is a decent price against a Sutton team that are basically all at sea. Um, they are, whereas I see improvements from Doncaster and I think it's a matter of time before they start picking up results. I do not see that with Sutton. Um, and Stanley, for me, at 2.1 is a good shout. Okay. Yep. I could certainly see that one. Uh, I want to just go back to Friday night because we've got uh, Salford at home to Notts County on Friday. Uh, I think this will be a good both teams to score game. Fairly short price, though. 1.53 is the price for both teams to score. Um, Notts County have played nine games across all competitions this season. Just kept one clean sheet. Salford have played 10 games across all competitions this season. Again, just kept one clean sheet. So um, despite that, you know, they're having quite contrasting starts to the season. Notts County are in second, so they're conceding, but also scoring plenty. So they're winning and both teams are scoring. Salford down in 18th with just two wins from seven games in the league. So uh, they're not quite scoring so freely as Notts County are, but... um, yeah, I, th- I think both teams will get on the score sheet here. Two very leaky defences. Salford do have the the personnel in the building to, you know, really give Notts County a test in this particular game. So I think it'll be a good watch, a fun watch. Um, I really like the Friday night, both teams to score double. Um, this game and the Southampton-Leicester game. Mm. Um, for me, in the two... There's another exciting game in MK Don Stockport, which I'm looking forward to. But in terms of, of betting tips, I think that's me done Bradford back on the band list. Yes. Um, after I flirted with giving them a chance, um, they're 1.7 at home to Harrogate, and I could not be any less interested. <laughs> um, I have one more. Uh, a rare shout on the podcast for Crawley. <laughs> they're at home to Tranmere this weekend. They're 2.37 to get the victory. Uh, Tranmere are a bit of a crisis at the moment. They've lost six on the bounce. Uh, they've not scored for four consecutive games. So they're on a really tricky patch. Um, and Crawley, on the other hand, are, seem to be doing pretty well. Um, they scored four in their last two games. Then before that, they scored three. So they beat Newport 4-1, Charlton 4-3 and uh, drew three all with Stockport away from home. So they've had three good results back-to-back, scoring plenty of goals, playing this Tranmere side at home who are struggling to even score, let alone win. Uh, I think Crawley could be a, a good bet again this weekend. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm okay with that one. Um, I'm not loving it. I'm not in love of it, which is why I didn't kind of go over it, but I, I respect what you have to say. We disagreed quite a bit this week. A lot more so than usual. Mm, interesting. Mm, yeah. Interesting. All right, well, let's have a look at last week's Bombproof Treble. Unfortunately, it wasn't a winner. Um, we had Swindon, darlings of the pod. Uh, 5-3, they won. They got the business done. We had Stevenage against Carlisle, a draw. And we had Stevenage and we had Exeter to beat Leighton Orient and they lost 2-1. So the 5.37 wasn't a winner, but new week, new opportunity. Mm, Yeah, definitely. So we're going to do something um, a little bit different 
we're going to have a treble that runs kind of throughout the weekend and Monday night. So um, we're going to go for a Saturday match, a Sunday match and a Monday match. So we'll see if we can get a bit of entertainment across a few days for our money. Um, Saturday, we're going to go for Preston to beat Plymouth. Sunday, we're going to go for Leeds to beat Millwall. And then Monday night, we're going to go for Forest to beat Burnley. So that's Preston, Leeds, Nottingham Forest. Uh, the treble pays 10.83. So £10 is ample stake, returns £108.30. Love it. Love it. One of the bigger ones. Uh, mm. Hang on. Let me just double check. Yeah, biggest one of the season so far. But I think it's an omen, Tom, because before this one, the biggest one uh, that we did was 8.97, and that was a winner. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So hopefully we can trump that one uh, with a good winner this weekend. And, well, you know, if we can build it up, we'll build a bit of hype and build a bit of tension over the weekend and onto yeah. the Monday fixture. It'll be, it'll be good fun, I think. Yeah, yeah, um, I, I totally agree. So follow the fun on Twitter, T underscore FB podcast. Uh, we're not going to go through fancy football this weekend because obviously international break. So Tom will be reading out the top 10 teams next week. Um, but yeah, nothing to, to visit there. So just help us get to 3,000 followers on Twitter. Uh, that would be, you know, we don't charge for the pod, but if you could follow us on social media or as Tom will say, leave a rating or review, that, that's basically all we ask for. Yeah, absolutely. That'd be much appreciated, everybody. Um, so, yeah, good luck for all the bets you put on this weekend. Uh, we'll be back again same time next week for more tips for you. And, yeah, go well, be profitable, and we'll see you soon. <laughs>